You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. Uh, let's do a little fact or fiction when it comes to March Madness and some of the storylines surrounding the big dance. Fact or fiction. Good morning, Chelsea. Good morning, Jinx. There's nothing better than spite betting. I'm with you, Jinx. Anytime. <laughs> Take a bet on the outside to make somebody else angry. It's just a bonus if the bet actually yeah. comes through. exactly all right here you go factor fiction number one the big 10 put eight teams into the field this season they tied with the sec for the most of any conference when we get to thursday they will have 12.5 percent of the field but the conference hasn't won a title since 2000 back when michigan state cut down the nets they do have a number one seed in purdue this year but factor fiction jinx the big 10 will snap that title drought I'm going to say fiction. I'm just not a believer in what I've seen from the Big Ten. And they look, they have some very talented teams, but they're also, I think, fatally flawed when you look at some of these teams. And Purdue, when you talk about Zach Eady and how good he is, I don't think they have the team around him. And also, I think a factor is something that we've talked about throughout the season, which is the Big Ten and Big 12 in particular, if you're talking about maybe being a little tired or being worn out from a very physical and grueling conference slate. Those are the two conferences I think you really look at and say that could be a factor here. So I'm going to say fiction. There's a lot of teams that have talent, and they have a lot of individual talent, but I don't know if they have a team strong enough to go all the way. So it is a fiction for me. It's fiction for me as well. Quantity does not equal quality. Like, who wants to have... 78 friends if all of them suck and all of them are absolutely terrible to listen to i would rather have two good friends uh that's kind of like the big 10 yes they have a ton of teams in the mm-hmm. tournament but i don't think the quality's there their number one seed is purdue you mean per don't as they call them on becql daily yeah. so no thank you i think that is the most fade worthy number one seed uh in the entire field i don't think they have that great of a shot like yeah they have plenty of tournament teams that are pretty solid, but I don't think that there is any standout team that I would trust to win it all. Even Purdue, uh, a team that I think is underachieved despite uh, winning all those games. Like, they should not be playing close games with some of these teams in the Big Ten. So, a fiction for me as well. Yeah, I'll make it three for three. It's fiction. You look at the seeds that they got. You really have to trust either Purdue or Indiana, who is a four seed, because everybody else is a seven or below. Northwestern's a seven. Michigan State's a seven. Maryland's an eight. Illinois's a nine. Iowa's an eight. Penn State's a 10. That doesn't give me a lot of confidence that this conference can get somebody all the way to the final four, let alone 
win the whole thing. So I will go fiction as well there. All right, factor fiction number two. In 11 of the past 12 NCAA tournaments, the final four has had a team seeded fifth or lower make it to the last weekend. So Chelsea, factor fiction, we're going to see another low seed make the final four. I think so. I'll go fact. And this one isn't backed by like a ton of logic, but that's the great thing about March Madness. There is always some kind of chaos that stems and there's a team that's going to get hot and they're going to make a run. So I don't know how low the seed's going to be, but if you look at some of these brackets, like namely the West, look at all the good teams in that bracket. We've got Kansas, we've got Arkansas, uh, we have UConn. We have Gonzaga, who their defense sucks, but their offense is really good. UCLA, uh, yeah. So that bracket alone, I think, is proof that somebody can make a run that's not a number one or a number two seed. Yeah, I totally agree. It happens almost every single year. And not only that, this is just difficult. It's difficult to get on a run in the NCAA tournament, even if you're one of the best teams or favored to win it all because there's so many different factors at play, be it playing at neutral sites, being it maybe having experience, maybe not having experience, having a head coach who knows how to push the right buttons. Like that's one of my concerns with Texas, right? Rodney Terry has done an awesome job. He's never really been a head coach in a tournament. Will that be a factor? So when you have this many things that go into a tournament and that many different landmines, if you will, to sort of navigate, you can't just count on the best teams to always get there. I think that's why we always see one of these lower-seeded teams make a run. So, yeah, I, I think this is a fact. Yeah, I'll go fact as well, mainly because you look at the teams that are sitting there at the five line, and that's the one that I would look at more than anything else. Miami's mm -hmm. sitting there as a five. Duke is sitting there as a five. Creighton as a six. You could see any yeah. one of those three teams making a run to the final four. I know, I know, Duke. We don't want to hear about Duke. I get it, but – they are true. one of the teams that would qualify for this. They're a five or below. So, uh, you know, you got to look at those teams, and I think there's enough of them out there that one of them is going to make that run and get to the Final Four. Uh, I don't know who it's going to be, like you guys said, but, you know, history says 11 to the last 12, it's happened. Those are just some of the teams maybe to take a look at. All right. Fact to clarify, no yes. I was shaking my head because you were talking about Creighton. And that's who my NC State oh. Wolfpack gets to face in the first round. Like, I don't care about Duke anymore. And also, like, one little other nugget, Bill, that I would ask you about, sometimes it's just a matchup issue. Sometimes a number one seed just does not match up well with a certain team. Like, we see it with UCLA and uh, USC. USC always plays them close. So sometimes, like, the better team doesn't always win because the matchup just presents an issue. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oh, no, no question. The entire tournament is based on matchups and whether you get a team that shoots three well and you don't defend the three well. And for one game, it can absolutely bury you. If you're a 10, 11 or 12 seed and you catch the right higher seed on a bad night. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Everything is about matchups. No question. All right. Factor fiction number three. This is a random one. Since 2000, eight NCAA champions have had a human or non-animal nickname. Think Spartans, think Blue Devils, think Tar Heels, those type of things. While the rest have had animal nicknames, Wildcats, Jayhawks, etc. So, in 2023, two of the top seeds are non-animal nicknames, Boilermakers and Crimson Tide. The other two have animal nicknames, Cougars and Jayhawks. Now, it doesn't mean that a number one seed is going to win, but fact or fiction, Jinx, the winner is going to have a non-animal mascot. I am going to say fiction because every team that I like in this tournament, every team that I back is an animal. My favorite team to win it all is UCLA. That's a Bruin. That's a bear, baby. Who is the favorite in Vegas? The Houston Cougars. They have a chance. That's an animal. And also... I'm a Texas Longhorn. As we know, the Longhorn is the most majestic and beautiful of all of those animals. So, yeah, between the teams I like, I even like Arizona. I know you mentioned them as well. So that's the Wildcat. Every team that I can make a case for and that I like in this tournament is an animal. But UCLA is the one team I think wins it all. So animal, animal, animal. If you're a non-animal, you don't have my attention. You're not getting anything from me, and you're dead to me. Oh, wow. Uh, Yeah, Jinx, I really liked UCLA last year, so I am very Mm gun-shy on taking them again. I remember telling somebody at the gym, I was like, yeah, UCLA is going to win it all. Uh, And then they swiftly lost to UNC in the next game after I talked to that person. Uh, So I wonder if they still remember that. Uh, But I do like UCLA. I think this question is more of a question of if you like Alabama or the field which is kind of a tough one. Alabama's been so good this year, but squarely based on like percentages, like wouldn't you just take the field because there are so many other good teams? So I'll go team animal as well. There are just too many other good options because like I'm not taking Purdue. So it's just like, do you think Alabama's going to win? Which, you know, maybe, but I'll take the animal side here. Yeah, I'm going to have to side with the animals probably as well, mainly because I have Kansas winning the whole thing, and that's, of course, a Jayhawks. So that would be an animal. But, yeah, this year there isn't that non-animal mascot that really jumps out to you outside of Alabama. And I had to actually look up how Alabama ended up with an elephant as their mascot, although it's not their nickname. <laughs> didn't make any sense to me because there are no elephants in Alabama, but – that's for another time, another story. So, yeah, I'm gonna go with the uh, I'm gonna go with the animal side as well for all the reasons that you guys mentioned. There's just too many of them that are the better teams in this field, as you said, Chelsea. It's either Alabama or anybody else, and most of them have animal nicknames. So I'll side with you guys on that one as well. 
All right, so here's a fun question. Of these top five favorites, who do you think would win in a cage match? Cougars, Crimson Tide, Jayhawks, Bruins, or Boilermakers? And I'm not going to lie. I don't really know what a Boilermaker is. So they're out for me. Maybe the Cougars? Boilermakers are trained. Oh, trained. I mean, the train just run over every, you know, maybe just run over everyone. I believe that's a Boilermaker. But I think, you know, I, I think the Bear, I think the Bruin, I hate to keep going back to UCLA, but the Brown Bear specifically is terrifying. With those claws, that strength, as much as I want to say, the Longhorn just has to turn his head and spike the Bear in the gut or maybe right through the heart. Maybe he dies. Maybe that's maybe that's what happens. That's what I want to happen. I got to go with the bear. Don't you just shout loud noises at bears? Or do you like ring a bell? I feel like there's like some hack to defeat bears. Am I off base here? You're supposed (laughs) to, no, you're supposed to like raise your arms and look bigger, like create yourself a version of you that is bigger so that you look more intimidating to the bear. And then he probably is like, you're raising your arms, dude. And he comes and he <laughs> rips your throat out is generally how that works. Maybe that's how you're supposed to play defense against UCLA. Make yeah, yourself as so. big as possible. For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.